right, everybody. Welcome back to Latex. We are on our podcast number two. I would like you guys to welcome my boys, Dubly, a.k.a. the Swag Daddy E. What's up? Let's go. And we got my boy, Lord B.A., bottom right. What's up? Bottom right. And (laughs) we are going to go ahead and introduce ourselves. We realized in the last podcast, we kind of went straight off the chart and decided to dive into some pretty cool issues. But we want to bring it back and kind of let you guys know a little bit about ourselves. So I'm going to go ahead and start off with Eric. Please tell the audience how it is that you met Brandon and I, and I guess what your first impressions of us were. All right. So my name's Eric. Like y'all know, I go by Dubly, which is my SoundCloud rapper name. And I also go by Swag Daddy E, which no one has ever called me besides Sergey. Um, and it was just one or two times. I also go by Albino Rhino and the Silverback Gorilla, but those kind of <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about the other ones. Albino Rhino. I like that. Man, that's catchy. That's right. And um, yeah, so I guess meeting Brandon and Sergey, I knew Brandon my freshman year. Uh, I didn't really talk to him that much, but uh, <laughs> I always saw him walking around. And if you know Brandon, the way he walks is not normal. It's like oh, no. he has a trampoline <laughs> yeah. under him at all times. My calves never touch. I have a very, very, very nice bounce to me. He bounces very Biggest high. calves I've ever seen. My calf <laughs> game is strong. Yeah, I get a calf workout every day, guys. <laughs> and basically, just meeting Brandon, it was just – I just remember this guy with, like, long hair in his face, and he always wore <laughs> snapbacks. And, uh, oh, that is so true. Clumpy Jordans. And That's true. He was just one of those guys. <laughs> oh, like, not the Jays. I was the high school kid my freshman year of college. That's true. Uh, freshman and sophomore year of college. Yeah, that, that's true. And he, he was always so, like, <laughs> nervous about – I don't know, like, every time we'd walk somewhere, he'd be like, oh, got to watch my shoes. Can't oh, watch the mud. <laughs> he does Dude. it all the time. He still does. Got to polish him. Nice yeah, I still do it. I, I still do it, but to a lesser degree. But, it's, yeah, bro, it's that's spot on. Come back. Like, now he just, like, spills coffee on his shoes and just shrugs. It <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but Brandon, I kind of, like, I saw him around all the time. I don't really remember meeting Brandon. Mm-hmm. I just remember him kind of just like i don't know one day we started watching the cowboys together and we had a lot in common uh except he likes trashy rappers like drake but besides that like oh shots fired shots fired but anyways meeting sergey it was i kind of more remember the moment he has a different memory of when we met uh because i guess that's what stood out but I'll let him tell them. More discreet, yeah. Um, whenever I met Sergey, I felt like I was talking to my friend Jonathan. We call him J Money Shed. Uh, great guy. Friends with all of us. And Sergey and Jonathan were talking. They're sitting in the lobby at Legends. And they were just like staring each other in the eyes. And they're singing that country song. Very, very intimate you moment. Take a ride. Yeah, very you can take a ride on my big green tractor. You can go slow or a little faster. And it was just like, <laughs> I just remember looking at him and like, what is, this is just scary to witness. And I don't know. It was just one of those moments where I was like, yeah, I'm never going to be friends with this guy. But what a weirdo. 
exactly. <laughs> Look at us now. So that's a little bit about how I met these guys. Um, we don't pass it off to Brandon. Let him give his little insight. Okay, so I'll start with Sergey. When I first met Sergey, he was my resident assistant, and at the time he was doing room checks. There was this day, I think the new Call of Duty had just came out, and I'm a pretty big gamer. So he comes in to do my room check. I don't even know if I stopped playing Call of Duty. He knocks on my door and says, I just need to check. What is it, Sergey? You need to check and make sure the vents are okay and yeah, everything. Yeah, alarms working properly. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know what I was thinking, but I just turned to him probably before he even did the inspection, and I was like, hey, man, this is the new Call of Duty, and I went on like an in-depth description of what it was like and how the controls were, and I handed him the controller, and I'm pretty sure for about 15 seconds he did, he played a little, and he was like, all right, man, uh, I got to go. I have more room checks to do, and I was like, oh, right, yeah, you're like a responsible RA. Yeah, you have to go. Okay, man, I'll see you later, and then from that moment, we just i would talk to him the next day and then honestly i don't remember how we actually started hanging out like outside of you being my ra it just happened so fast I was saying it happened very naturally with us because we had the dallas cowboys in common and i mean if you ever go watch football with people it's kind of weird if you just sit there in silence so you know we just started talking naturally with each other and we actually do have a lot in common yeah so yeah that's Brandon. For the most part, yeah. <laughs> I will. I will say that. Yeah, going back, looking at college, you guys were really. They were really big in the Cowboys. I think it was every Sunday. Everyone went down to the lobby and watched the game. So, very good times. But talking about good times, yeah. The first time that I met Dubly was, we were. I had to shoot a video, a little commercial for my uh, class. I did broadcast media, so we had to do something in that field. And I decided, what better commercial to shoot than a Depends commercial? And I had I had seen Eric around the hall, but I never really talked to the guy. And I think I took one look at him, and I decided at that moment, this guy is perfect. He's gonna be a star. He's gonna go places. <laughs> I had I had to approach him. And so I went I went up to Eric and I said, you know, I think. I think you would be great for this part, and without without hesitation, Eric happily accepted the role, and we went to try to shoot this commercial in his room, and it was so hard because the line would start out, my name's Eric Irwin, and I poop in my pants, and <laughs> just, <laughs> just imagine trying to record that and not make a sound because you're trying to be serious, but that was one of my fondest memories of Eric oh because God. it was just a such <laughs> a funny moment and I think it really helped us to bond and after that we really just uh, each day we got to know each other better and going off of that yeah Brendan mentioned a little earlier I was his resident assistant and yeah I knocked on his door and I was just trying to do room checks and I had like 50 rooms to go through and I was I think <laughs> Brendan was you know early on the list yeah. and I just yeah I just knock on the door and I'm just trying to just check the smoke alarms but he mentioned call of duty i'm a big fan i love call of duty advanced warfare at the time was the one that was being released and we, we naturally bonded over that and we played for a little bit but i yeah i had to tell him like dude i gotta go man you're not my only <laughs> resident <laughs> as much as i would love to stay i gotta get the ball moving but yeah that was a that was a very fond memory that i have of brandon and uh yeah the three of us really just over time because we lived in the same hall we really got to get to know each other better mm -hmm. and 
We have a lot of memories. College. Yeah, Eric and Brennan are still in college, but I graduated recently. But they are. <laughs> They're probably one of the best friends I've made, and we have memories that will probably last a lifetime. So very thankful people, for that. A lot of people that we all kind of got close to came and go, like came and went, and there are a lot of people who are kind of in our circle, but we were always consistent. So that's oh good. yeah, there's yeah, plenty of people who they saw the exit sign real quick. Yeah, they they couldn't take it, man, because we we argue. Yeah, and we have disagreements oh, yeah. and everything, but we, we, you talk it out. You know, when you're really good friends, you don't just up and leave. And that's what other people did. So you know you're real friends when you see them. That's right. <clears throat> yeah, and it's it's nice because I know that before Brendan and Eric and I decided to do this podcast, we didn't always talk all that often. I mean, mm -hmm. it might be a month or so that might go by, but we could call each other up. And we could have over our two hour conversations as if nothing had changed. And those are the types of friends that you want to surround yourself with because, yeah, there's too many people that are just willing to sprint for the exit because they don't want to put in the time and effort to keep up a friendship, you know? Mm -hmm. For sure. But, uh, yeah, so that's how, that's how we all got to meet and we decided to – and I think this is a cool thing that kind of links in with the podcast that we decided to start because I I live in – okay, so to start off, you're probably wondering how do we get the name Latex? Well, Doubly kind of basically was telling me, Sergey, where do you live? And I was like, well, I live in Los Angeles. And then he was like, well, where did Brandon and I live? Texas. And then Bing. he said – and he said put together and I was – I apologize, but I was so I was so dumb. It went right over my head. I was like, I don't I don't get it, Eric. I, la 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 what? He was, like, la, he was like latex, and I was like, oh my goodness, that that is it. I thought it was one of the most original, creative type names for it, and I think it's appropriate because yeah, we're bringing you live content from the West Coast all the way to North Texas, which I think North is cool. Texas, but yeah. Maybe represent but uh yeah literally our at our university our motto or so or, or our call was an eagle like how do you do it just call our yeah. talent yeah yeah our, our little talent <laughs> i remember at the uh the campus tours our guide would make us do that in public and you know when to other students as they walked by i was so embarrassed I was like, I don't want to do oh, it. I always felt super uncomfortable. Yeah, and I felt like the lamest person ever when you had to just, or even when you're at football games and everyone else is doing it. That's just yeah. the, oh man. You're like, uh oh. <laughs> Can I yeah, put it back for real? <laughs> <laughs> really a talent is, I mean, I'm sure if you got picked up by an eagle, it would be terrifying and painful. Yeah. But, like, I'm not Dude. scared of getting taloned by an eagle. Yeah, it's not something that crosses yeah. our minds, but I don't. It's like our, it's like our thing. And yeah, if I saw like a, like a bobcat. I'd be like, oh dang, that's a bobcat. But she'd probably freak out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, okay, just America. Yeah, right. That's majestic. It's the symbol of our nation, and I, yeah, I, I think it's cool, but. Yeah, so we decided to linking up to the podcast. It allows us to also stay in touch that way because 
yeah, we live miles apart, so we don't really get to see each other in person. Last time I saw Brandon and Eric was back in January when I came to visit Texas, which was a blast. I made a vlog. It was. Very fun. It was yeah, you have to check out on my YouTube channel. Yeah, we uh we definitely had some great footage from that, but uh we're gonna go ahead and kind of dive into our next topic now that you kind of get to know a little bit about us and how we all met. We decided. Why don't we talk about some underrated movie that we were all familiar with? Um, well, it's some, a movie that I'm familiar with, and then we're going to kind of go around with Eric and Brandon. They're going to tell us about a movie that we might not all know about, but was definitely worth seeing. And Eric, I definitely would like to start with you. What movie is it that you think we should all hear about? All right, so I'm like 98% sure that no one's seen this movie. <laughs> the only reason I found out about it was I went to a – movie store it was closing down and they had this movie rack with two dollar movies and or no i think they were five dollars and we were like oh that's a pretty good deal let's go get some dvds and we walked up to the this movie and it was 2.99 and the five dollar shelf oh. oh that must be a bad movie let's get it because at the time <laughs> I, was just into, I, was, I was into that just like watching stupid movies and laughing at it so you might know this actor he's fairly popular his name is danny mcbride okay mm -hmm. yes oh, yeah. hot rod let's go yeah hot rod is a classic <laughs> one of my favorites and it was on the cover, so it was like oh yeah i gotta get it so i'm gonna pull this uh just another screen up for me to look at so i apologize but it came out in 2008. Um, it's about this uh, this um, what what is it called? He has a dojo, a karate instructor, and he's just like he's not good at his job. He's kind of washed up, but he has like this role model, and his name is let's see, his name is Chuck the Truck Wallace. Hey, yeah, <laughs> legend. He thinks he's the coolest guy ever, and he's like, "Man, I want to meet this guy." So he ends up meeting him, and like the the guy's kind of kind of cool, but he's like, he's not kind of, he's not what I thought he'd be. And Chuck the truck was like, "Hey, man, um, can I crash at your place?" And since this is his role model, he's like, "Oh yeah." So he lets him come over, and he, like, I don't know. It just kind of progresses. You see what happens with the story. Turns out, while he was gone, Chuck the truck had relations with this guy's wife. So oh, jeez. This is his role model. His Not good. role model, he loves the guy, <laughs> and he finds this out, and he's so angry. So pretty much the climax of the movie um this this guy danny mcbride the dojo washed up dojo master has to fight chuck the truck wallace oh no man i kid you not there's some scenes in there that <laughs> they're just i can't even explain it. it's, it's like I guarantee you'll be crying laughing if you watch it it's comedy it's comedy gold it really is and it's such a horrible movie but like I, I wouldn't. It's not PG thirteen. I don't think it's a. 
it's an absolutely horrible movie, but I watched it with my mom. My mom loves it. She thinks it's hilarious. And I'd highly recommend it. And it's like, I mean, I can't tell you enough about how good it is. You should get this movie and you should watch it. Enjoy some laughs and learn some karate while you're at it. Hey, boom. You heard it here, folks. Right. Okay, so I'm going a completely different direction than where Eric went. I'm going to talk about a really, really deep movie that is actually on Netflix. I recently, I just saw this like last month. It's a film by Christopher Nolan. If you know who that is, he directed The Batmans. He directed a movie called Interstellar. It was his first official movie. It was. It's called Memento, and it is the deepest. It's one of the most thought-provoking movies that I've ever seen. Uh, the synopsis of the movie, I'll read it from right here. It says a man is determined to find justice after the loss of a loved one, even though he is incapable of fully remembering the crime in this offbeat thriller. Oh, I like that. The premise of the movie, like the movie starts out, the first 30 minutes you will be very, very confused because the story, it goes backwards. So like the man starts out in this scene at a murder. And from that point, it just continuously builds backwards. So Definitely do not take your children to see this one, but it's oh, it's God. it's it's very thought-provoking because there I can't mention specifics, but there are various spoilers throughout that like reveal the yeah that you don't catch and and like honestly honestly I had to watch it a second time. I need to watch it again because you catch certain things like there's a spoiler about his life or about what really happened to his wife and things about his personal life. And it's really, really good. I would recommend it to anybody. If you're a fan of movies, if you're, it has some action in it, it's very, very good. Awesome. And you said it's called Memento? Yeah, it's called Memento. It's on Netflix. And I apologize. If I, I don't remember. I don't even think I said the name of this movie. It's called The Foot Fist Way is the one I was speaking about. So check it out. Definitely. Yeah, and Christopher no- Christopher Christopher Nolan. Sorry, I have a list, Bob. I don't know how to talk. We're keeping that in. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Christopher Nolan. If you've seen the uh, the Dark Knight Batman movie, I mean that that enough is a winner in my book. So anything that he's made prior to that, I would be more than happy to see because yeah. guy's a genius creatively. He is, and he is a genius. Yeah. Um. All right. So. Now, basically, the last movie that I'm going to bring up on my end is... Now, I think a lot of people grew up watching this movie. But I don't, I don't know. If, I think Brandon might have seen it. I'm not sure Eric had. But it was the, the Mummy series. And this was a three-part trilogy that was released. The first one, I have it pulled up here, was actually, I believe, released back in 1999. Which is crazy to think because I feel like the movie came out not that long ago. But it stars... Brendan Fraser, which I'm going to have a picture here, but I, I'll let you know real quick what it's about. It's about an American serving in the French Foreign Legion on an archaeological dig at an ancient ruin, basically, and he accidentally awakens the mummy. And the mummy basically just wreaks havoc all over, uh, well, beginning all over the city of where uh, the main character lives. And eventually he's supposed to kind of take over the world but i think i think that this movie was was a great great trilogy brings back a lot of nostalgic memories but the the reason i bring it up because 
they just released not too long ago a new The Mummy reboot starring Tom Cruise. Now I got nothing against Tom Cruise. I <laughs> think I think he is a really good actor, but I just I I feel like I, I mean it's questionable. You guys, you know, everyone has their opinion. I, I, like I don't Tom think he, he's a, he's a good actor. But yeah, so they did a reboot of The Mummy and the third part of the trilogy of The Mummy came out, I think it was maybe, it might have been four years ago or so. So personally, I think it's maybe a little bit too soon to try to do a reboot, but I feel like anyone who grew up watching those movies, this is kind of a, it's not really The Mummy without Brendan Fraser because the guy just, he was played Rick O'Connell. That was the character in the movie. And I just, it's hard for me to see somebody play that. And I just, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. Have I seen the movie yet? No, I haven't. I want to, but it's almost kind of, you know, I think a lot of people can agree. It's it's hard to try to watch something when you can only see one character playing. It would be like going back to the Dark Knight movie by Christopher Nolan, seeing somebody play the Joker at other than Heath Ledger, I mean, can you guys yeah. can you guys even picture that? You know, it's. I mean, I mean, J- I mean, Jared Leto's performance was. It was very different, man, and that I could speak uh, on that. Like right. all, all of these reboots and stuff it doesn't touch it. Doesn't touch it, man. Or like the, you know, this new reboot of Spider Man. I don't know when this video will be released, but the new Spider Man comes out. This is the third reboot of Spider Man in the past yeah. ten years. So. And from what I hear, this kid does good, but like beloved franchises in your youth, all of them are getting rebooted, and honestly, they're all pretty mediocre, in my opinion. So, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with all that. I second that. <clears throat> no, and because yeah, you know, Sergey brought it up to us earlier. Brendan Fraser, like when I think of him, like he had like the sharp, chiseled jaw. He was tan, athletic. And Sergey just told us to look the food up. <laughs> like, okay, give me a second. This this guy, you know, like when you get a pizza just right out the oven and it just looks beautiful. <laughs> like forty eight days. That's what happened to him. Bless his heart. Dude. Like, he, it just it's rough. And you know, Hollywood. Hollywood can really mess people up. Like that that like just LA, like we're thankful Sergey is still this wonderful, outstanding person, but it can Eric, really, too kind. it can really get to people. Yeah, it can. Yeah, it does. Yeah, going yeah, because I've only I've lived in Los Angeles for it's it's been a little over a year. I moved literally <clears throat> two weeks after I graduated last May, which was very sudden it was something that i i didn't know that i would even do but yeah quickly realizing once i moved to la the whole just the whole movie industry in general it's it really is what it make what people make it out to be a lot of these actors because i was in acting classes and stuff everybody was a diva everybody was trying to one up the other person and i know a lot of people whether you're in the acting industry or not tend to try to do that anyways because everybody's trying to prove themselves or they're trying to make sure that it's like going to a high school reunion i haven't been to one yet but you know everyone's going to ask you so hey brandon you got a real job yet are you still living yeah. at home yeah exactly, man. <laughs> you know and you you're, sometimes you're like well 
Nah, dude, just just landed a job that pays me six figures. Yeah, what are what are you what are you doing? You know? Yeah. Because <laughs> because we're we're trying to just I don't know. Society has it where it's kind of like a ladder, and we're starting at the bottom. We're trying to work our way up, but yeah, that's that's really what LA's really is about. People are trying to just one up everybody. A lot of people feel entitled because I work in a coffee shop. I'm a barista. I just try to serve coffee to the people and wish them a great day. And there, there are a lot of moments when people come in of money and probably some type of social status that have literally thrown their money right at me and told me to just keep the change. And I don't know about you guys, but it's a very demeaning uh, gesture oh, when yeah. somebody does that to you. I, and I, I was kind of shocked because in Texas, it's all about you know, you hear Southern hospitality and we hold that very strongly in Texas, but in LA it's a lot of people don't, don't know what that is. They, they want to treat you as if, if you don't have that McLaren or if you're not driving a Ferrari, what are you really doing with your life? <laughs> like, and the thing about yeah, yeah. LA, oh, my bad. Sergey. Uh, no, no, you're about, good. The thing about LA, like from my experiences, cause I've been a couple times and I've been, around california a lot um i used to go there for cowboys training camp I, I went like twice and i just spent some time in california just doing little vacations and the thing about it is like, it's a beautiful place like there's no denying that like the beaches the buildings the trees the and the food is good and everything is just like like what it's made up to be like it lives up to those standards it's it's a great place mm -hmm. to be. It's everyone just seems like their life is perfect. That's how it seems. But I mean, just talking to Sergey, like he's been able to kind of be like, and I mean, I knew this people, people are putting on a front. Like, oh, like yeah. you said, they have a, they, they want to protect themselves. They don't want to be transparent. They want you to see only the best. And like, I think it's so toxic just because if you if you feel like you have to live up to perfection then you're really I mean you're all gonna fail like everyone's gonna fail when you try to be perfect so yeah. it's it's just I mean I feel like it's so depressing to just see like a place that has so much potential like there's so much that could be great about it that all that opportunity right at the front door. Yeah, and people just want to push other people down to – I mean, we talked about this last time, I believe. Like, people want to – people treat it like it's a – like a what a pulley. Like, you yeah. pull someone down to lift yourself up. Bring it back up. That's not true, man. Hey, man, preach it, brother. Preach it. It's an elevator. Anyone can go up. You don't got to push people down. It's true, man. Oh my goodness, bro. So in a way, if you if you think about it, L.A. may in fact be just a city full of people who feel bad about themselves. Like it's all surface level to them, and they have to put on a front, like these nice clothes for women, nice makeup, a nice car. But in reality, they may not be happy with their life. But when you see them, my goodness, I look up. They're not. They have so much money, mm -hmm. but they may be hurting. Is that like they they may be depressed? So, I mean, you you can you. Can think about it a lot of ways. One, we're, we're all smart enough to know. I think that like that's not going to solve anything. 
Oh, mean, no. It's going to solve it. It's going to solve stuff. Like, you need money to survive. Mm-hmm. You need, you need like, these essential things. But, like, if you're just thirsting for more, and, like, I mean, I've heard J. Cole talk about this. I mean, Ecclesiastes <laughs> talks about this. Like, yeah. When, when you set your mind to, like, getting money, getting car, like, all this stuff, you're just going to keep keep chasing it because like i think j cole's example is like when you get money you're gonna want more money when you get yeah. fifty thousand you're gonna want a hundred thousand oh yeah, yeah. you get a hundred thousand yeah. you're gonna want a million when you get a million you're gonna want a hundred yeah. million and then a billion yeah. and you're just never gonna be satisfied yeah and it's just like you're just living to disappoint yourself that's all it is yeah. like that's true man it's important you got to realize like i'm gonna live i'm gonna survive I'm going to work my hardest, but I'm not going to beat myself down yeah. because I'm not the richest man on earth or I'm not the, like, whatever, plug it in, whatever. But it's just, mm-hmm. it's just setting everyone up for failure. It's setting yourself up for failure. It's just depressing, honestly. Yeah, man, that's true. That's true. And I, and I think I wanted to throw this in there. One of my really good friends that I've made here, uh, his name is Jeremy, and he gave me it was I think it was a quote that he had told me from a, a podcast he had listened to. But the guy was basically talking about how end of your life that you should you should make it a goal to give everything that you have to this world, try to be the best version of yourself, bring people up, not down, and do everything that you can that when when you die, you die empty. In the sense of you've you've given everything that you could offer to to the world, and and when I say die empty, it's there's no it's no materialistic possessions. It's you've let it all go, and you've died knowing that you did the best that you could. You were a good person to those around you, and I feel that I wish more people, yeah, had that philosophy because it's yeah. Who I don't. Okay, look. You drive down with your Lamborghini. You got you got your attention. Congratulations. But are you really are you really bettering yourself, your society, the world when when you just have that thirst for more? And yeah, as Eric is saying, you know, fifty thousand. You want a hundred thousand, and it just keeps going. And we're just and it's human nature because we're never satisfied. We're always we always just want more, and we can never. We never. We never have enough, and that's one of the things where I just wish more people would take the time to just appreciate what it is that they have. And when they do get more, or they get to kind of upgrade to something better in their life, that they they don't take it for granted, and they just appreciate it. You know, it's. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but I see kind of talking about materialistic stuff you've probably seen a lot of kids who are around maybe the age of eight ten years old and a lot of them have a lot of uh technology as in tablets and they have uh they have these devices that when we were that age we we couldn't even we we didn't really care about that we when i was 10 years old or so i lived i lived in a cul-de-sac in plano texas and I was outside playing with my friends, and I was out just having fun. I didn't have a care in the world about what the next 
the next uh, laptop was going to be, the next touch screen, this and that. And I don't know about you guys, but definitely when when we get older and stuff, I, I'm going to definitely make sure that my kids, they appreciate everything that they earn. And when I say earn, I don't want things to just be handed to them. I want them to kind of just know that if I work hard for this, then I've earned I've earned this gift and I'm not going to take it for granted because it's like when you're handed things left and right they're just it's just objects you don't you don't care you're like well oh, yeah. it's one laptop let me get another one you know well and it's true kind of like what you said is <clears throat> and I know Brandon had to take marketing we're business majors so we had to take marketing and one of the big things they talked about for us was in America you're not telling people what they need like because their needs are met most people like the people you're pitching your products to their needs are met it's their wants but yep. it's not easy to play on people's wants because everyone's got different things so what they tell us in these marketing classes is you're not telling people what they want you're telling people what they think they need and so you're trying to I mean it's brainwash man it's trying to Tell people like, oh, I need this. I, I have this one, but it's just not good enough anymore. And I, I need this. Yep. And it's like reprogramming people to think that what they have is not good enough. It's, isn't good enough. And it's very, very, it's like all very surface. And I don't want to get too spiritual, but when you lust and want things of this world, it never works out. Like once you get it, you just feel empty inside. Like, I don't know. It's always what's next. Like Eric was saying. So, and I, like, I don't want to hate on them, but like this Kardashian culture that we have right now, Hey, I watch it sometimes. I know my mom does, but things like that shows like that. It really promotes this like surface level. The makeup you have isn't good enough. Maybe your car isn't, you're not dating him. It's just very, very, sometimes when I think deep about it, it's very sickening, like what the world is coming to. It, I don't know, man. It just makes me sad sometimes. But then other times I'll watch it and not think about it. So, Well, I mean, like even – I mean, we don't need to get into this. This is going way deep. Like, like <laughs> Go deep, standards, man. Like beauty standards, yeah. man. Like mm, I get it. For like, real. I, I, I get it, like why beauty standards are a thing because people – like people desire – to be perfect even though like that's something unattainable and so i don't know it's it's funny how like we're told what's good and then we believe it and like what if what if the person you think is perfect for you just is is not because it's something someone else told you to believe and i don't know it's just everybody everybody kind of has like this same kind of cut out of what they think they want and it's just you're never going to live up to it like jay cole also said he's i mean he's a wise man i'll give him that yeah he, he is. said you'll never be happy until you love yours and mm. that i mean that goes deep man like if you can't be satisfied with what you have you're not going to be satisfied i mean you gotta learn to appreciate what you have regardless of where you're at and that'll make the next step even sweeter if you're happy with what you have now then like whenever you get something else you'll appreciate that more and you mm. won't be stuck like needing the next thing you'll just be excited that 
you've reached the next thing and that it's just i mean yeah i've said what i was yeah i know what you mean exactly and it's yeah and i i know i'm very content with everything that i've been blessed and fortunate enough to have and receive in my life and yeah hopefully the the younger generation will hopefully listen to this podcast and they'll they'll take away uh our message um but yeah we are at 37 minutes right now i think this is probably a good time to go ahead and we're gonna probably wrap this up um you guys have anything else you want to add not much man well actually i do want to add something off topic guys i do apologize you have the video that is happening right now um a new webcam should be coming shortly the Wi-Fi here, down here in East Boondocks, Texas, is very bad. So if I appear blocky or I'm like, I'm very sorry about that. Uh, to our viewers, I'm sorry. Uh, it will get better with time. We're going to start a GoFundMe for Brandon ASAP. No. <laughs> no, new, new material will be in the works, guys. Yeah. And another thing is we started a website. I mean, it's very like sloppy made, but it's – just something where y'all can kind of connect and stay updated if y'all don't like Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, because we have all those too. But the website is latx.wordpress.com. And it has like a little bit of about me's from Brandon, Sergey, and I, and their videos. And you can like reach us and everything. It kind of has everything together. So you can reach us there. But no, that's all I got. Awesome, and yeah, going off of that, definitely we're gonna make sure to list all the links, our social medias, the WordPress link, all of our Facebook pages that we have for Latex Podcast on the description, so you guys will be able to check that out and stay up to date with what's going on with us. But uh, yeah, that's gonna go ahead and wrap up our second podcast. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. We will be with you guys next Monday. Please be on the lookout. You never know what to expect. We'd like to keep you guys on your toes. What a time to be alive. Eric? Pure life. We're just young men out here living. Y'all have a blessed week. All right. Latex out. Latex out.